It's a film with three brains. 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 Dry land is not a myth. I've seen it. Kevin Costner, Waterworld. I'm your Huckleberry. Glass. Glass. Who gives a shit about glass? Who the fuck is it? Homer, are you here in Vietnam? Yes, I am. Surprise, surprise, surprise. (laughs) Linda. I'm Batman. You know it's not Christmas. Get a job, why don't you? No more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? You set up a camp. One, two, three, four, I'll have what she's having. You made a woman meow? One zero zero. One hundredth episode. One hundredth episode. Oh my god, you guys are freaks. Arg, welcome to the film with three brains. It's Sam in the port of San Francisco. Yard is be shot in Chicago. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Cohen and Maplewood. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you couldn't make it. <laughs> I, mean, right. I got nothing else. All I can do is do another R. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Land lover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feeling a little down because you got scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So this is the film with three brains. And today we're not actually reviewing a film. We are reviewing our own Reviews. Um, <laughs> uh, talk about <laughs> egotistical. <laughs> no movie's it's just, good enough. Let's it's just slightly talk about self-congratulatory. Our, <laughs> yeah. you know, a little bit. So it is our 100th episode, so that's cool. You know, yeah. most people thought we would have been assassinated by now. Yeah. Um, We're very yeah, controversial. Right. <laughs> Apparently, no one's actually monitoring what goes on on the internet. <laughs> So, we're free to continue. And so, we are reviewing our first 99 films and picking out, we're each picking out two movies to avoid, two movies that surprised us. I mean, we've all picked movies that randomly or that we haven't seen in, you know, over 25 years, um, just thinking they might be good. And then two movies that were like, hey, of all the stuff we've seen, you really got to see these. Um, And so, we each... Uh, picked them independently. We have no idea what the others picked, and we're gonna go through our list and tell each other why we're right and wrong. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. So, what one do you want to start with? The the the, the stinkers, the surprises, or the or the must-sees? Let's start with the stinkers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be shocked if there's not overlap. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. You know, you guys, I thought it was a little harder to do than I thought. I thought a couple yeah. of them were like, okay, a couple of these are really bad. And I'm like, a couple of them like are just like, they're bad, but they're not worth mentioning. Like they didn't, like they're just forgettable. Like it's kind of weird. We, we watched all these movies in a relatively short time. And some of the movies at this point, even though we talked about them, I saw them all within this recent period of time, have ultimately just forgettable, except for like yeah. maybe mm-hmm. one scene. I guess that's that's kind of sad, um, but anyway, what do you what do you have, Sean? Is one of your 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 least favorites? All right, I'll start with an easy one, and 
A recent one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same one as I had my list. Yes, I bet. <laughs> I, I bet this is this overlap on this. Soggy Bottom USA. What? Yeah, no. I had it too. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see that one coming. Huh? That's on my list too. Okay, so that's pretty awesome that we're unanimous on something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I picked my bottom three, and then yeah, I, I have, my initially I, have I had my bottom three, which were quite obvious to me, and then and then I think Soggy Bottom USA is actually the worst. Yeah, I, yep. I think so. And for me, it's it's doubly annoying, or not annoying, but like doubly disappointing, because I did have fond memories of it, or a at least one fond memory. You had a fond of memory it. of a dog fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it stuck with me for 30 years, you know, or 35 years. Yeah. Right. It was it's, memorable. It, Having only seen it, it once. <laughs> I mean, that's right. a powerful dog fart. Yep. I mean, it, 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 we may not be shooting it, not being fair, because it, you know, if it's a dud, it, you know, it has to be nearly unwatchable. I, I found it nearly unwatchable. I mean, it, it was. It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we still had a lot to talk about. We had, well, sure. you know, well, there was, it was kind of fascinating how weird and, yeah. and yeah, and how much was going on, it, how many different <laughs> movies were happening in one movie. How many, how, how many different terrible movies all happening in one terrible movie. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. They couldn't I, I find don't... one sort of thing to shine. <laughs> I don't think the volume or the amount of how much we talked about something has any relevancy. Probably not. Okay. Okay. Because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put out there that in the movies that we all just love, it's really hard to talk about them because you're like, you know, well, yeah, especially like really well known films that every that everybody loves. You right. know, like the public discourse has, has sort of run it, you know, <laughs> it's been done, you know. So Which is why you... we don't we don't review Star Wars for all right. of those waiting for the Star Wars episode. Right. <laughs> all right. So who's next? Who's got another dud? I got um, one. What is it? I put Race with the Devil. Mm-hmm. I, I had that in my short list. So. And... I, I uh, ultimately couldn't choose it because there were some moments that I found entertaining about it. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. I think like even Soggy Bottom had a couple moments that were entertaining, but I was yeah. just like, you know what? There's a, I would never recommend this movie to someone. I just can't see like, yeah. you know, cause some of the movies that sure. are bad movies, like, like family plot was not a good movie. It's right. not, it wasn't a terrible movie, but you're like, okay, well, if you're going to see, you know, Alfred Hitchcock's filmography, this is part of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that the race with the devil had, has that part of like, Hey, if yeah. you're really interested in so-and-so, or you're really yeah. interested in, mm-hmm. in weird seance type murder movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't do, it doesn't cross check any boxes for me. Sure. I, I would, I would say this though, in defense of, I don't know if it's in defense of it necessarily actually, but I'll say it anyway. Yeah. It, it, it could have, it, like, there's a good movie to be made there. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't, we, we... like, if they had made some decisions differently, whereas something like Soggy Bottom USA, I don't think anything was going to save that. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think guess. his Soggy Bottom USA would have been a cartoon, and you made it more for like five yeah. year olds or eight year olds. Yeah, you could you'd have a better story. That sure, could, it would be it would, there could have been an endearing little. That's a good point. Comic, that but did, I think that's, you know you're right. It did have kind of a cartoony feel about it. Yeah, when huh. we talked about the Secret of Nim, we mentioned I mentioned the Rescuers. Mm-hmm. That was basically. Soggy Bottom, <laughs> but it was better than that. You know, like if you turn Soggy Bottom into a cartoon, it still wouldn't be as good as The Rescuers. Not even close. Yeah. And I barely remember that movie, but I know it's better. <laughs> like there's a kidnapping, there's, you know, there's chasing, there's, I mean, there's chasing in Soggy Bottom, but it's kind of me, like you don't care. I mean, that's, that's the problem is you don't, yeah. if you don't care what happens and you don't care what happens and you're not even amused along the way, then you're in trouble. Yeah. I did. I did like Warren Oates in Race with the Devil, though. There's something about that guy. I yeah, don't know. Something I liked about him, him too. I st- I do like him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I I did not. That did not make my my short list. Family Plot did. Hmm. Oh, but, I mean, not my not my. Oh, not your two. My though. two. No. Okay. But it was uh, it was in consideration, and I think the Alfred Hitchcockness has to factor into that because yeah. you know. He's, sure. you know, still want to look at if it, it's still a matter of um, history to watch some of his movies. Mm-hmm. So, sure. I, I Especially, I mean, someone who's made so many masterpieces, too. And then that. Right. It's kind of fascinating. Which, like, yeah. <laughs> which makes it such a curiosity. Like, oh, guess he had an off day, month, year or whatever. He needs to stick to the serious stuff, I guess. Yeah. All right. What's your what's your pick there, Co? Well, I, I it was a it was a close it was a, it was a close tie, not a tie, but obviously because I picked one, but it was close. Um, the one I did not pick was Missouri Breaks. The one I did pick was Midnight Madness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one was that for me was hard to watch because it was trying so hard to be like zany and, and, and hijinky and funny and it wasn't at all mm-hmm. and seeing Michael J. Fox and it just didn't help you know his part was small but still like this poor bastard stuck in this piece of shit <laughs> whose pick re- was that that was me oh no <laughs> wait but who's what do you mean <laughs> Sam what was your other pick it was race of the devil yeah, that was and me too. Oh, <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a Sam pick. and family plot. That's also me. <laughs> Wait, Sean didn't say his other. Pick oh, yet. right. Okay, you want to know well, my other one? Yeah, yeah. This might be controversial. Lady Hawk. <laughs> That's not controversial. Wow. That movie kind of stinks. Well, I didn't know if it stunk as much as Midnight Madness or some of these others. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. Hmm. I think it's. I think it's the way it it stunk. Yeah. You know, it had a lot it, of potential. It had a lot of potential. Like the elements are there on paper. Great settings, you know. Good cast, Fantasy good story, uh, you know, a decent fable, but they just did nothing with it. Mm-hmm. Well, that, uh, that's one where expectation lets you down because yeah. it has all these things that you're like, these are all things that I would like. You know, it has a, it has a, right. The sneaky little, you know, thief who, who can seemingly get away with anything and it. You know, it has this magic and yeah, as you're right, it has all these yeah. elements that you're already rooting for it and then it lets you down. Right. And it's got Matthew Broderick. We love him. We know, you know, can't get away mm-hmm. from him, but yeah, it's, it's, 
there was something about it that was almost offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Wait, was I, Lady Hawk my pick? Whose pick was that? I think it was. It wasn't mine. Well, yeah, it was my it, pick. So there you go. You got one of mine. We're all covered. <laughs> we we <laughs> suck equally. And nobody picked Howard the Duck. You know, <laughs> Howard the Duck is better than Soggy Bottom USA. Yeah. Well, look. Here's what I'll say about Howard the Duck. We've we've gone over it. I don't think Howard the Duck is boring. <laughs> I I find it to be a fascinating disaster. <laughs> <laughs> that anyone thought that any part of it was a good idea is fascinating to me. But anyway, it actually, yeah. you know, Howard the Duck sort of organically came up at my job the other day. Oh, yeah, just randomly. Yeah. You, you had nothing to do with it. Well, I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense in the moment. And someone commented it and basically said, yeah, man, Howard the Duck, Jesus, I've tried to watch that and I just can't get through it. So, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess it's... Yeah, I don't think Howard the Duck is has to be bottom of the barrel just because. Oh, I was going to add the nostalgia factor that Lady Hawk, my nostalgia was off. Like, I I liked Howard the Duck when I was a kid, you know, quote unquote liked it. You know, I watched mm -hmm. it and I was like, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> um, Lady Hawk, I thought I liked. Like, I I think I re remember thinking I was going to like it, or I don't get it. Like I had this weird feeling of like, this is kind of a good movie. Why don't I like this? And then when I got older, I watched it and I was like, no, it's not a good movie. You know, whereas Howard the Duck is kind of obviously bad, but I yeah. forgave myself for liking it as a kid. And I was kind of pissed at my kid self for, for even remembering Lady Hawk. All right. That's all I'll say about that. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Well, before we move on, I was just curious, um, Sort of, uh, what, what were our, our four total? Soggy Bottom, Lady Hawk, Race of the Devil, and Family Plot? Yes. Um, yeah, you no, did. Family yeah. Plot was a, was a second place, or a third place. We just talked about it because it was on the short list. So what am I missing? Well, I think we all had Soggy Bottom. Right, oh. so what were the other three? Lady Hawk for me. Uh, oh, Midnight, Midnight Madness, Madness for you. Mine. <laughs> yeah. And Race Against the Devil. Okay. So right. I was just curious in terms of Rotten Tomato scores. Mm. Is shocking. I mean, across the board for all of them. <laughs> I don't get it. Wait, hold on. Lady Hawk, Midnight Madness, Race of the Devil. Okay. What are, They're what all shockingly saying? high. Oh, okay. Like, so you're the, comparing our our worst. Well, I mean, I guess worst. race with, race with the devil is is the lowest. The audience score is fifty four, so th that's expected. But the critics is sixty four. But Midnight Madness audience score is seventy. That doesn't make sense. Seventy. That's why people need us because Lady if Hawk. they just trusted <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, if they just trusted the internet, they no, us. they need us because they're like, we need three random dudes to yeah. help tell us where the internet's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lady Hawk seventy four audience score sixty eight critics. 
Wow, that's high. Yeah, Soggy really bottom high. USA audience score. We talked about it during that episode, but 71% fresh. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, I think I postulated that there are bots out there just moving up the audience score in bad movies so that um, they get royalties. Okay. Howard the I Duck, mean, 38 <laughs> audience score, 13. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Well, apparently we should have picked that. <laughs> yeah, what does that say about us? Have we, have we lost our way? No. No. <laughs> it's not us. It's everyone else. <laughs> Pretty much. That is interesting, right. though. Those are some high scores. Yeah, it's weird. All right, well, we'll save the best for last. Let's do some surprises. Yeah. This was hard. Because mm, I had was. a few. But, what do you got? Um, well, I'll, I'll, you want me to start? Yeah. My my biggest surprise was the man with two brains. Hmm. Wow. Because I didn't remember liking it at all. I mean, I didn't remember much at all. But usually, like, if you, you know you've seen a movie, you have some memory of whether you liked it or not. Even if you can't remember it. And I don't remember. I don't remember not liking it, but I don't remember liking it even a little. I don't remember anything about it. Even talking about him in USA, I was like, well, I remember the dog was funny. Man of Two Brains, I remember nothing like, like, like nothing about it. In fact, I never really cared for any of his movies, the old sort of slapstick ones, like I said during the episode before Roxanne, when his career and his performances started to sort of mature and become more about acting and less about, you know, pratfalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised how funny the Man of Two Brains was. I'm surprised I don't remember at least liking it, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't like it when we were when we were young. The first time I ever saw it, I was mm-hmm. just surprised how much I enjoyed it, how much I laughed, how funny it was. I didn't expect it to be at all. I just thought I'd be like, hmm, all right. I mean, I like Steve Martin, so this is fine. But I mean, that's kind of the, that's kind of the way my memory is of the jerk. Just kind of like, eh, I don't know. It's fine. I haven't watched that one in a really long time. Yeah, me either. But it, I'm like, he hates those cans. <laughs> That's the one thing that I remember. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that, that's interesting. That's uh, I feel like that's an, an honest pick because, it, well, I mean, why wouldn't it be? But <laughs> <laughs> you're lying just to. <laughs> I mean, you knowing that out. we, you know, <laughs> Sam likes it, and you know, it's namesake of our podcast and all this mm-hmm. stuff and you know that you could easily shy away from that just for that reason but i feel like you're like oh, yeah no it was that surprising mm-hmm. all right uh, Sean, you tell me a surprise okay um i have to go with can't hardly wait hmm i i mean at least for one of my picks um because i knew i liked it but i i was worried that it wasn't going to hold up that wasn't going to hold up and it was nostalgia that it was that it would be more cheesy um you know i remembered it being just not working very well and then mm-hmm. you know i watched it and I, I don't think it was perfect but i i really enjoyed it and i and i felt like it's one that i could say you know if you like a teen if you like a teen movie if you're if you're into teen movies generally put it on the list mhm you know i mean we've done a bunch of them we've done ones like 3 o'clock high we've done um 
we've Ferris done Bueller, uh, election Ferris Bueller election can't hard um can't buy me love mm-hmm. um but those are all ones that people kind of put on their list yeah. and, I, and I think can't hardly wait gets missed sometimes well I also put can't hardly wait on my as my Ooh, top two surprises yep but for uh, different reasons okay which is interesting I agree, I agree with you for the most part of everything you said. None of that w- was a surprise. Like the things about it that worked for me, I remember liking and, you know, they, they, it was better than I expected those parts actually. So I guess that's kind of the surprise too. But the biggest surprise for me is how much I disliked the main character and his dipshit plight in that <laughs> whole storyline. Right. And how gross it kind of was. <laughs> I didn't remember any of that. I mean, I remembered it, but I didn't remember how... I don't know what the word is for it. It's just, it, it, it doesn't feel yeah. real at all. It doesn't feel believable. It feels like horse shit. You know, it, it feels like some writer trying to be clever, I guess. I don't know. Right. Like yeah. the way they, they write this character and, and what he is doing for this movie throughout the movie doesn't go together. I agree. I was kind of the reverse. So I, I think I remembered that and not mm-hmm. liking him. And that's probably why I was so surprised that the rest of the movie was so enjoyable because right. I, I do kind of remember being like, eh, this writing thing and the, the letter yeah. and all that, you know, like <laughs> right. I was, I, in my head, that was most of the movie. And then there was like other scenes around that mm-hmm. in reality. It's, it's just a couple of, you know, there's so much right. going on, so many characters that mm-hmm. it doesn't take up that much time. And therefore yeah. it doesn't bug me that much. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will, I will, I guess I will say in, a, in also in, a, in agreement with you and sort of flies in the face of what I just said. I, I guess I was surprised that, the you know these these characters are, are sort of are, are a little cookie cutter at first you know and they're they're just sort of like the jock the nerd the this the that but they do they do achieve sort of a certain level of um, depth that I ne- I didn't remember mm-hmm. you know um, you know like genuine moments here and there that I was sort of surprised I was like oh that that felt kind of real you know and effective yeah which is I mean part of why most people probably like that movie you know it's not and, and the stuff that's funny is really funny too right i think that's one of the things that stand out is is the funny moments and like how great that the nerd is and <laughs> you're right that. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and even though the it's in the movie is about this guy you know chasing this girl and like you said in a creepy way all these other arcs happen you know the 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 cool jock is the loser for a while and mm-hmm. the, their nerdy loser is on top of the world for a while. And, right. you know, so it's fun to see these other arcs mm-hmm. that, yeah. that give it a depth. A lot of other movies don't have. Yeah. Um, we forgot to mention three o'clock high is another one of our teenage uh, movies. Uh, I think I said that, but that's right. Oh, you did? Maybe. Uh, I, <laughs> Maybe. I, well, I, As a I, penance. You, you usually ignore half of what you say, so it's possible <laughs> that you did say it. Uh, so. All right, Sam, so what do you got? Yeah. So a surprise for me is, in, it, it's kind of a surprise the same way the man with two brains was a surprise for you, was I put, put Groundhog Day as a recent hmm. one. Hmm. And it was one that, like I said, that, and I associate with Sean because he's referenced it a number of times, but I'd actually never had seen it since I saw it when it first came out. And to me, it didn't have much memorable to it. It was just like, hey, this guy lives the same day. And watching it again made me realize, like, 
how good of a movie it is, how, how enjoyable it is. And then also we now have the perspective of time to be like, you know what? This movie was, was fresh and, and inspired so many other things after it as far sure. as the, the repeating and all that. So it's like, okay, I give it credit for that. But also just watching the, the thing the whole way through, I just, and maybe it's because of who, um, who, uh, um, what's his name has become my, my, my Bill Murray or Harold Bill Murray. Bill yeah, Murray. sorry. My brain wasn't working for a second, but I think for me, Bill Murray in the eighties was more this goofier, you know, the, these, these movies were goofier, you know, Harold Ramis movies. And then, the, you know, this many years later, I think of a more as, you know, the guy who's in so many Wes Anderson movies Yeah, and, mm-hmm. um, and the character is different. He's not Bill Murray of Stripes. He's not <laughs> Bill Murray of Ghostbusters anymore. And it almost seems like this movie is a transitioning point for him for changing that role. Mm, and I, sure. I really enjoyed his acting um, and just, you know, kind of watching him be this little more understated character. And uh, yeah, it just, it, it, it was one of those movies. It's like, I knew I was going to like it, but I didn't think like, a week or two later, I'd still be thinking about it, being like, that movie was really perfectly done. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good point. I really thought about this being sort of a, a, tran- a transitory, transitional role for him in his career and what was to come after. In much the same way I think of uh, Roxanne for Steve Martin, where he stopped being one thing and started to evolve you know, and, and be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he do? What did, I can't think of. I don't know what he did sort of on the tail of this. Oh, he did Mad Dog and Glory, which was a huge departure. Mm. I think it was him and Robert De Niro, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Is there Rush, Rushmore about this about this time? You you mentioned Wes Anderson, but Rushmore was uh, yeah. I mean, Groundhog Day was ninety three. Rushmore was ninety eight. So yeah, it was, it was pretty close around the corner there. Yeah, I mean Kingpin's in there. He's in Ed Wood oh. too, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he went back to that same. I mean, he was asked to do that character for Kingpin, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up did did 10 12 scenes and cast his check i mean he was good he was probably the best part of the movie really yeah right anyway and then you know lost in translation was also a big turning point i feel like for him right oh yeah that was huge a few years later but yeah yeah all right hmm. So we got Can't Hardly Wait, we got Man With Two Brains, we got Groundhog Day. What do you got, Sean? What's your other one? Well, I was hoping you guys would... Oh, well, no. I'll, I'll go. Um, I'll tell you what I was going to pick, and then I just I just changed my mind. Um, <laughs> I changed my mind on a technicality. I, I had put Sorcerer, and I, I feel like that's not proper, because I had no, ex, I had no real expectation other than i you know i heard i heard it it was one to look at and i picked it not having seen it 
and I and I was surprised at how much how good it was. And so it, it belongs on this list, but technically it's not the surprise the surprise part is kind of weak because you know, because of not having earlier expectations. So I kind of I mean so anyway, I moved on and my actual <laughs> pick is out of sight. Hmm. And the reason it's it's on there is because you know, it was kind of, you know, part of the experience of watching it and then talking about it is really helping you define your, your opinion of it. You know, obviously we, sure. we prattle on about it, but then at the end, you know, then we're like, huh, we, we actually understand how, what we think of it. And I remembered it as George Clooney being George Clooney and JLo and, you know, ha- and I remembered the love story. I forgot how funny it was. I forgot Albert Brooks was in it. I forgot mm-hmm. how, how clever the whole thing comes together mm-hmm. and Don Cheadle and, and, uh, you know, all these <laughs> things that, that you, when you just think about a movie, you're, you're vaguely aware of and you're like, uh, I think I know what that is. And I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. I thought I know what I didn't. So I was surprised at how much I enjoyed that because if I, if we hadn't reviewed it, I probably would have gone the rest of my life and gone eh, out of sight. I don't know. Did I like that? I don't think I did, hmm. but I do. That's great. Out of Sight is not one of my must-see list uh, movies, but it was in the running. So for me, for me, it was, you know, there's it's not a surprise because I've loved it since the first time I saw it. And I've seen it several times. I've just, yeah, I just like it more and more. I think it's so good. Do you think that's right to rule out a movie that you haven't seen first as a surprise? No, not at all. No, I thought no I way. was. I I thought I I agree with you on Sorcerer. I I might have picked that had I I it's just like I blocked it out of my brain or something. But that could have been a contention for me for biggest surprise too, because I really liked that movie. <laughs> I think the biggest prank surprise and was had that... no expectations for it at all. I'd never seen yeah. it. I, I was vaguely aware that it existed. But I didn't know what it was about. Sorcerer's so, biggest flaw is its name. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the title doesn't go with the movie. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to go tag off of your your you mentioned Don Chadle, because when I was trying to pick out you know movies to see, I was like you know I really liked his his acting in Devil in the Blue Dress, and I really liked mm-hmm. the movie too. And I didn't end up picking that movie, but I was like, man, if anyone wanted to know about him and like his his acting chops, like that that movie is really enjoyable. It, and he he adds such a level to it, and I know we talked about it, but I was like, it was almost enough to push it onto my must see list. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, he is. So wh- where are we here? We got we got a couple surprises. The final surprise um, was was that Cohen's surprise of me picking sorcerer because i remember how <laughs> taken aback he was and that was the first time that was the first of my many i have never seen this picks <laughs> so there was extra surprise there <laughs> extra surprise <laughs> um i think sam you still have one more yeah, yeah I have, to do yeah so i picked a movie that i had not seen before as one of my surprises and it's death becomes her Hmm. um because i think i said in our review that i'd always kind of looked at the box you know the in the video store and just kind of shaded shied away from it um and just i had no memory of it being anything 
so when when David actually picked it and I was like, okay, I'll finally you know see this or whatever. And I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I thought it was it was ridiculous, but at the same time, it it just impressed me uh, to be a lot better than what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, we have David to thank for that for sure because I think we all kind of are, you know seeing it through his eyes helped. Yeah, um, and also just being aware of it more. You know, I don't think any. Well, I don't know. Cohen, would you have picked that movie at some no, point? No, no, never. Yeah, I, I, don't think I didn't, I didn't have terribly movie. fond memories of it. I saw it once when it came out. Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah, actually, a, I guess that that, that 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 was also a surprise for me, how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's weird. I didn't, I didn't remember liking it at all. Like, I remember not liking it, <laughs> which is yeah, weird. It, it wouldn't have been on my radar, radar at all had he not picked it. Yeah. Thanks, David. Anyway. Yeah, getting a shout out. So is yeah. that it? Is that our surprises? Is that six? Yeah, I had I, I had a few. In the, I, there was a few that was tough for me to to discount. You guys um, want to talk about other things you had in, in your short list, or why not? Or, or yeah, I mean we could do that later too if we want to. <laughs> um, Beach Street was on my list for a while. Okay, not, not not because I was. I mean, I didn't have any real memory of it. I guess I, the surprise for me is that I was surprised that there's substance to it at all. And then beyond that, how important the, the soundtrack is. Yeah, I think I Beat never, Street for me was such a huge nostalgia factor that, yeah. that you know, both visually and, of course, the music. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, when I saw it when we were kids, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about it. I, mean, I still don't know much about music, but I recognize something when you know, like, is is iconic and 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 I don't know, sort of groundbreaking, you know. So in that regard, I was I guess surprised because I didn't yeah. remember that at all. And then I, I you know, it, it, thinking about Fitzcarraldo and Burden of Dreams, both of which I have seen, I hadn't seen in so long that, you know, I, I like them both, but liking them was more a memory than a tangible like thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember liking them. I didn't, I remember feeling, you know, joy or whatever watching. I didn't, you know, I couldn't sort of access it. So I was surprised how much, how fascinating it is. Cause I forgot so much about what happens in burden of dreams about the making of that film. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that too. It was, it was on my short list and that was one I hadn't seen before. So for me, it was a total surprise. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I didn't even consider it. But then, like I said, with Sorcerer, I've got another one that I had not seen before. So it's kind of weird to call it a surprise. But it's one that came out of left field. I mean, it doesn't matter what your expectations are. When you see House, the Japanese horror movie, (laughs) you are in for a surprise. And then some. Yes, you are. (laughs) That's a good point. I mean, that one stands out just because... You know, it's, yeah, it's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not having seen it, it's, it didn't seem to qualify, but. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how, if, how you, you don't, I don't think you should explain that to someone if you're, if you're, if they're like, oh, I've never seen that movie. I've heard of it. And people say it's, it's, you know, it's a criterion collection and all that stuff. And, you know, don't explain it. Just say, nah, just, just, just watch this movie. Watch that movie. Let me know what you think. <laughs> just say it's Japanese. 
Yeah, it's Japanese. <laughs> it's a little it's weird. It's Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, should, you should watch it. <laughs> yeah. And let the fun begin. Indeed. All right, I want to hear what your guys, the must-see picks. Oh, boy. I mean, this one's hard. Yeah, it is. I'm still, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. It, it, to me, I had a hard time because I was like, you know what? They should know this. You know, I just, uh, like, it, like, it's like some of these movies are Oscar winners. Yeah, you know, right. like, they should know it. I'm like, if I say it, they're going to be like, well, of course, we already know it because yeah. we're movie buffs and yeah. we've already seen it. You don't need to tell me. And I was like, you know what? What if, what if all of a sudden all of history was erased except for this podcast and people are like, there's all these movies to watch. What do we watch? Then <laughs> <laughs> there's no other history, just all these DVDs and our podcast to guide them. I'm like, well... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's likely to happen, mm-hmm. and so I was like, clearly, a fish called Wanda has got to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one on my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising that that people haven't seen that movie. It seemed it seemed like it did well at the theater, and we all knew about it. But it could it could be that you know you're aware of that movie. You're like, oh, I I've heard of that one. I don't think I ever saw it. You know, I yeah. imagine there's people out there like that. It does seem maybe a little under the radar. Yeah, and it's British, so it's it's a little outside the mainstream. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. All right. Uh, go ahead, John. <laughs> I'll go with the one I, I feel fairly confident in, that it should be on my list. Mm-hmm. It's a Cohen pick. Noise. Can't believe it's Cohen pick, but it is. <laughs> Space camp. <laughs> <laughs> See it now. So relevant. <laughs> no, it is the verdict. Paul uh, Newman. Oh, yeah. That one I had. I don't think I had seen it. I can't really. It's a good one. Yeah. I. Um, even in even in the world of Paul Newman, I think that stands out. Yeah. Even with all the great movies, all the great work he's done, and there's you know you should see Cool Hand Luke and you should see. Color of Money and, and all, you know, there's tons of other ones, but mm-hmm. the one you might miss is The Verdict because it seems, you know, it's a courtroom drama. You, you think, oh, it's going to be boring or mm-hmm. or it's going to be typical. And it's not a typical courtroom drama either. Yeah. Yeah. So for those and many other reasons, I, I say that's a must see. Yeah. I am inclined to agree, although it's not one of my picks. <laughs> my, uh, so I, I have my two picks. One is like, just painfully obvious, but I can't not pick it. And then one is a little, a little more sort of fish called Wanda verdict. And that's a perfect world. Ah, uh, that was on my list. I don't, there's something about this movie, man. Like the first time I ever saw it, it just like, it blew my goddamn mind how much I loved it. And, yeah. I, and I've never, I never stopped. And that, and that has not subsided. And when we watched it again for, for this, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is a good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I find it endlessly fascinating how good it is. And I, I, you know, I was trying to figure when we were, when I was sort of, I had my little short list of the best movie, you know, our must sees and, you know, something like, well, whatever, I won't say it, but, um, I was trying to figure out why I like this so much. And I think, and I think one of the, one of the things of many is that I don't, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of another movie where a villain is so well sort of drawn, you know? Yes. You know, Kevin Costner is the villain in this story, clearly. 
but you know, it, it, to me, it's also like the perfect illustration of the, of the adage that everyone's a hero in their own story, even the villains. You know, hmm. and he, to me, the, his character perfectly represents that. You know, although he does, he is aware that he's like a bad dude, but I don't know. You know, he he's a bad guy clearly, but this movie sort of lets him be human. Mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. And his performance is good. I don't think Kevin Costner has ever been as good at anything as he is in this. You know, he's he's good in other movies. He's good in JFK. He's great in The Untouchables. Maybe that's a close one. I um, think he's good in Tin Cup. I think he's a... He's good in Tin Cup. He's yeah. great in um, Old Durham. Old Durham, sure. Mm-hmm. But there's something about this. Him and, him and, and uh, you know, uh, Clint Eastwood sort of playing you know sort of off each other although they don't have many scenes together but yeah i don't know i just find it really effective i agree i i think um i think i i think it always has been a movie that when people bring up clint eastwood i'm like oh have you seen a perfect world you know you've seen the ever have you seen the unforgiven and have you seen a perfect world Mm -hmm. you know just, yeah, I mean, sorry, the one that he's, the, his, the directing movies. The Next, I mean, that's, that's an, that's an excellent parallel, actually. Unforgiven, as much if not more, does the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, humanizes the villain, because before Unforgiven begins, his character is a villain, you know. All his backstory, all they talk about is what, a, he's a killer. You know, basically a remorseless killer. Yeah, I, I still find it fascinating that someone that seems to have such a clear um, moral compass, so to speak, not such a, such a strong opinion on right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like Clint is so good at, at doing ambiguity. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really understand how he does that, but I've always yeah. respected that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love a perfect world. I think, you know, you, you, you hit on it in kind of a different way, you know, that you want to, you want to have a bad guy. You love to watch as, as much as you love to watch the good guy, which a lot of movies fail on. Um, I also, you know, you're saying like, it's hard, like in some ways that you, you, you have to be shown that, that he is a bad guy mm-hmm. because Kevin Costner sometimes is, is, is like almost like he's doing the right thing. You know, like you, you, you fall for him a little bit is, you know, and it, then you, it, that's what makes that scene at the, at the house when he, when they stop and, and, um, yeah. uh, you know, tie up the woman and all that, but that's what makes that scene so rip, so horrible to watch yeah. because, yeah. cause you realize like, oh my God, he, he, he is not human. He's, he's not living he does have his own rules and they, they are wrong. And, and even though sometimes they look like he's doing the right thing, he's actually doing the really wrong thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I really enjoy that movie. Good pick. Oh wait, that was my pick. Was that one of your picks? (laughs) Yeah, I think. Yeah. I feel like you you could change it if you want, if you want to have an extra one. No, that was not one of my, Oh, it was not your two. Okay. No, I was just saying originally that was, just one I really wanted to watch. Wait, who who picked a perfect world though as a, as a as a Me. movie? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I love that one. All right, so pick one of my movies now. <laughs> Wait, isn't it your your? I I did went first. I went verdict, and 
he said a perfect world. So we're on your. Oh, I said a fish called Wanda. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's supposed back oh. to me again. Darn it. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, I can take the pressure off you, though. Please. I did pick one of your movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want me to jump in front of you? Sure. I picked The Princess Bride. Ah, okay. It's so enjoyable from beginning to end that it's, yeah. it's you know, I think the the it's probably not off of people's radars, really. But at the same time, it's like, hey, you know, you got it. I mean, a lot of our listeners and fans have kids and that those kids can watch this movie. Yeah. You know, it's you get caught up in all the uh, Disney stuff and you kind of forget that there's this incredibly awesome movie called The Princess Bride, um, I th- which yeah. I think to this day, all of us quote regularly. Sure. Um, <laughs> so that says something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely on my list, too, of, of when I when I sort of made my long list and then shortened it. It was, you know in my top five or six to choose the two from it's nearly perfect i i have a hard time finding a flaw in it i'm not yeah. sure there is one for the type of movie it is and for the from the performance everything i mean i guess you could say some of the effects are a little goofy when they do miniatures but you know particularly on the water but man it's so it's so good yeah i i've yet to meet anyone that regret seeing it i mean I right think it... i don't think i've ever met anyone who's like princess bride yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there are people that haven't seen it so i don't think yeah. I, I think it's a good pick that way too it's not like top of the list uh yeah. you know it's also so seen. damn rewatchable too yeah 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 it makes yeah. me want to watch it yeah and as it's, soon as and i get it, off this podcast i'm watching it it's so damn original <laughs> too there's so little yeah. like it yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's why I'm so harsh with Lady Hawk is that Yeah. You know, look compare those two. They're nothing alike. Right. Um <laughs> but yet you could list the elements and there'd be so many overlaps. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. They're in the same genre, you know. Love story and all that, but Yeah. I, Princess Bride doesn't even seem like it's trying to be funny sometimes. It's just so funny. <laughs> I know. It's so effortless. It's just, it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone's performance is so perfect. Oh, the casting is so perfect. Yeah. And it's a lot, it's a deep cast too. You know, there's a lot of people in it and they're all perfect. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Casting everything. All right. So it's back to me. Um, <laughs> well i mean i think we've mentioned groundhog day as a surprise i don't think that's a, i mean obviously i think it's a must-see but uh i wasn't gonna pick it as as my must-see um i toyed with glenn gary glenn ross um mm. and i still think that's a really good movie that a lot of people haven't seen although it's really kind of a play made into a movie so as a movie, I think it's, it's, it's just a good thing to, to watch and great, great performances and great, you know, just a amazing ensemble of actors at their best. So I, I recommend that one, but it's still not quite a, a must-see movie. It's more like a, anyway, um, building up, building up to, um, Drum roll. yeah, <laughs> I, I, I finally went with defending your life. 
Hmm. I know it's not everybody's favorite. I know that we had, you know, we had we took some issue with it. I know Albert Brooks is not everyone's favorite. I, I'm well aware of that. I don't think he even was. I don't think I even appreciated him until I saw this movie. I mean, I knew knew who he was, but you know, I, I had started to watch Lost in America and then and then quit, and then I saw that movie. It, you know, over the years, anyway. And then I was like, oh, wow, maybe I should give him a second look. And then I went back and saw some of his other movies. Because that was so good. I was like, well, you know, if he can do this. It's funny. I think it's heartfelt. It's um, It's got... And, you know, um, Colin, your professor, picked it as an example for a reason. You know, as mm-hmm. a, a screenwriting example and the way it ties together at the end. And, um, and it's got Meryl Streep, which, you know... Anytime you can get Meryl Streep in there, you might as well. Yeah, that's a good pick, Sean. I, I, I would have, I didn't put that in my short list, but I think that's more of an oversight because I really do like that. It's really good, and it, it, I, and I think it definitely flies under the radar in much yeah, the same way same. Fish, Fish Called Wanda does, and maybe a lesser yeah. extent, Perfect World, and The Verdict. But yeah, yeah, it's really good. No, I think that one's definitely under the radar, and and um. Jinx thinks so too. <laughs> he loves that movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your last one, Cohen? All right, my last one. It, it, it's it's so obvious, but I just I could not pick it because it's so damn perfect and iconic and influential. But I had to pick Die Hard. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to say Waterworld, and I was like, okay, it's going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean Die Hard is so, it's such an interesting th- entity to me, you know? Like, Die Hard is like, you know, it's like Star Wars to a, not quite an extent. It, it, it's, its effect on the film world is still rippling, you know? Yeah. People are still making Die Hard rip knockoffs, and people are still calling it Die Hard in this die hard in that die hard with this die hard with you know yeah. like it's crazy and no die one's ever on done ship. it as well as the as die hard Mm-mm. you know and it's like it's a nearly perfect action movie and, and i never get tired of watching it it's crazy <laughs> and it, like it holds up so well and it could have been frank sinatra that's Santa Bruce Willis. Dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> we mentioned that as, uh, briefly, but yeah. yeah. Inconceivable. Do, I, I mean, do, uh, just uh, go ahead. Do you want to you say more about it? I was it? just going to say like, you know, I was just going to say, you know, there's, you know, movies like Star Wars um, that are so iconic, you know, and then there's, you know, there's people like Quentin Tarantino whose effect are undeniable. And, you know, but Die Hard is, you know, in, in, in the action world, action film world, it's, it's, I mean, it's like the top of the heap. Not, I don't think anything had as an effect on the film world and as Die Hard until The Matrix. Mm. Nothing was as imitated as The Matrix, you know, uh, as Die Hard until The Matrix. Yeah. That's a and again, A Matrix, the best uh, you know, the first is often the best usually. So, yeah. 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 That's good. That's what I was about to ask about was, you know, you see, I see a lot of talk about Nick Cage and, and Bruce Willis kind of put you and put in the same boat. I mean, we've, we've talked about how 
uh, hard it is to watch Bruce Willis now these days because yeah. you know he he's barely there anymore. He doesn't doesn't try or doesn't seem to. Yeah. Um, Nick Cage is not that way. I, right. I if if when people put them together, I I, I kind of push back because yeah. Um, Nick Cage. Well, Nick, Nicholas Cage is also doing. He's still doing interesting films. Right. Like every third movie he makes, you know, in the ten movies he makes a year is is pretty fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> we watched uh, Pig from last year, mm-hmm. and we're we're surprised at how much we like that. Yeah, I actually we, haven't seen that one. Yeah, I recommend it. I mean, not. I don't know. It's it's just just watch it and see what you think. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Bruce Willis that's so disheartening is that this year the Razzie Awards actually have a category dedicated oh, yeah. to him. I saw, I saw that. Oh, what yeah. Is... He, so the category is Worst Bruce Willis Movie Made in 2021 because he made eight movies in what? 2021. <laughs> if you can fucking believe that. I can. All dog shit. You know, I mean, obviously I haven't seen any of them, but. What is going on, man? Like, what is he? What What's happening? What happened to him? Yeah. So this was going to be my question: Is that do you think? Because some people say, "Oh, he's he was never good," but then I'm I'm kind of like, "What? Well, that can't be. That just can't be." We've seen him be good. Yeah. So that that argument doesn't look good. Even if you don't think he's even if you don't think he's a great actor, he's in some undeniably awesome movies. Right. Die Hard, Pulp Fiction, The Sixth Sense, like. yeah (laughs) he's made great films i mean if you look up right now look up his imdb page 2022 has one two three four five six seven eight also eight movies either completed or in post-production or filming Mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on (laughs) it's so strange i don't know man i can't get it. it I mean, he, he's. I can only assume he has some serious financial issues. But so a little be, while ago, oh no, no, I was, I was going to switch a little, switch, uh, switch directions switch just a little bit. Um, a little while ago, Rolling Stone made their list of fifty of the best action or the fifty best action movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And they 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 ranked them and they put Die Hard as number two. Really, um, mm-hmm. and we covered some of the other ones. They put Predator in there. Uh, That's a good you one. Know, later on in the teens, and Aliens, mm-hmm. um, Terminator. You know, these all sparked franchises and imitations. Um, but the number one pick is a movie I love that I would have never thought would have been their number one pick. Um, they picked Mad Max: Fury Road. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, they also had John Wick in the uh, sure. number three, which kind of surprises me. Yeah. And, um, they had The Raid as number four, which in Japanese uh, film, I believe. No, it's uh, Indonesian. Indonesian. Oh, yeah. I have not seen it. It's awesome. you never seen The Raid? No. Shit. The, well, they called The Raid Redemption. Yeah. They just called it that here for whatever reason. Yeah. Then they had Enter the Dragon, The Matrix. Mm. Hard Boiled, hmm. The Seven Samurai, Black Panther, Aliens, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was another huge one, Born yeah. Identity, Police hmm. Story, which we've seen, yeah, uh, Dark Knight, which is pretty great, Dirty Dozen, Terminator Two, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's a good list. Which, yeah, yep, it's fun stuff. I would, I would, I would always put Die Hard at the top of that list. 
even though Mad Max Fury Road is fantastic and, and sort of my, uh, to me, it's mind boggling that he was able to make that the way he made it. I don't know. It just, yeah, it's an incredible movie, but you're right. I agree with you. It doesn't, it doesn't spark, uh, decades of, of right. limitations and, and right. redefine the genre of what yeah, an yeah. action movie is. Right. Yeah. Die Hard did that. Yeah. Nor is it an original. So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, you know, I had, I had some other ones, um, you know, like Princess Bride was on my short list. Out of Sight was on my short list. When Harry Met Sally was on my short list. But uh, That's a great one. the one the one sort of outlier I had was Galaxy Quest. Mm. I really love that movie. I, I looked at that, too. And I was like, you know, that, that was on my short list. Yeah. I was like, that, it was just so much fun to watch yeah. that movie. And then the documentary that goes with it, too. It's, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie really tickles me, man. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely i definitely appreciated it more watching the the documentary and watching and seeing how much it meant to everyone else it was like oh yeah it yeah. really is that good yeah but yeah what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say um you know there were there was a category i added in here <laughs> of uh there's there's a couple i mean you you added you have your your thing oh your separate mission. okay separate category which we'll save for the last but I, I wanted to um to let you guys know what our top three listen to mm. podcasts are nice. great and any ideas what any of the top three are hmm. boy let's see i would guess uh, oh boy i mean if we're being honest i would probably guess one of the more popular films like when harry met sally Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Princess Bride, you know, I don't know, some, something along those lines. Well, those three guesses are not in the top three. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I would, I, I would think in a somewhat earlier one, so there's more time for people to come across it. I knew mm. you would try the logical approach. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, am I barking up the wrong tree or not? Um, Sounds like not. You are incorrect. It's it's kind of in the middle of things. Okay. Um, the uh, uh, are you gonna are you gonna throw out a name real quick <laughs> just to try? Uh, let's see. Middle of the middle of the pack. I'll go with uh, I'll go with Batman. <laughs> no. Nope. No. Um. All right. So if you go back to the beginning in Princess Bride, um, you are you are kind of right in that the early stuff had higher things, but Princess Bride was more like, I think, number five or so. Um, and it is true that the first movie review does make it into the top three, hmm. and that was Twins. <laughs> um, but the other two are, are interesting in that one of them is Falling Down. Hmm. Yeah, which I'm like, why? Interesting. Uh, like, yeah, hmm. that was that was episode 15, and then the next one, um, the second most listened to one was Election. Hmm. Which, wow. Yeah. So it goes twins, so, Election falling down. Yes. Hmm. Um, no, sorry, twins is the third, falling down is the first. Wow. The most listened to. Interesting. Yeah. But there's some others close by. What um, was four? The like Beastmaster. Really? <laughs> is 
Amy will like that. Yeah. I'll tell her. Well, I'm, w- I'm wondering if Amy just has lots of friends and we don't. <laughs> Maybe Amy's just far more popular than all three of us put together. Right. <laughs> um, there might be something to that. Um, well, yeah, it has, has a lot of listens. Nice. Um, Can't Hardly Wait had a lot of listens. Oh. So that that was a recent one. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it was interesting. Um, anyway, Sean, you, uh, right. I had an extra special challenge. Um, so yes, I, I did not listen to every single episode, but I definitely went through a lot. Um, I didn't listen to many from the first 10 or so because Mm -hmm. of the quality I kind of, so here's my criteria. Um, more or less, I'll make exceptions. I, um, but I was going for something that's rather tidy, like less than an hour. Because, you know, like, Die Hard was a good good episode, but we went for like an hour and 25 minutes because it's Die Hard. There's a lot of shit to talk about. So, oh, I'm not, you know, if it's really good, I would, you know, I would make an exception. But I was generally going with something that's kind of concise in time, um, quality, good quality of, you know, recording. So what you, what, hold on. Pause yeah. for a moment. What are you, what are oh, you talking about? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Sam challenged me to pick out our best episode. Okay. Um so the best episode to me has to be kind of trim has to be in good quality. So which kind of rules out almost half, you know, like when I was listening to some of the mid, you know, after the first 10, obviously um, we still were dialing in the sound as, mm-hmm. as much as we can. Um, I mean, you know, as semi-professionals or some of us are not professionals. Um, so yeah, like, you know, like 50 episodes in, it's still getting better. Like, gradually better almost every episode right so that rules out a lot of really I mean, it's too bad because i listened to a few earlier ones that were actually really good but you know either yeah something got messed up or right. you know there's there's thing you know there's other parts of it that, that make for a less than perfect episode but i mean you know we're we're just we're just doing this for fun anyway it's not like it's a i don't think anyone's gonna uh, critique me on my <laughs> on my pick, but I just wanted to explain what I was going for. Uh, right. So yeah, in that list, um, I'll start with like one I wanted to. I wanted to. This is probably a sentimental pick, but of all the guests, I mean, I think the most fun was probably the fly, because um, mm. that was Lady Sam, and that was you know that was good to have her on. Um, you know, she'll she'll be happy that you said that. Yeah, I mean. And I, and I think even more so, I think I was probably the worst one on the episode <laughs> I was listening to. It, I'm like, man, I'm really screwing this up, you know, <laughs> As I, you know, in, the, in my typical way of just kind of meandering off into my own little thoughts. But, um, but it was still a good episode. It was fun. Mm. We all liked it. We had a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Um, and then this, like, likewise, the Campbell guy was a very good episode. Very, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, there's a there's a little bit of a like a echo in there, so mm-hmm. it wasn't perfect, um, but you know it's pretty enjoyable. So that's you know that's kind of where I'm heading. So then the the top two I'd say um, by coincidence, uh, defending your life actually was a pretty good episode. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's probably number two. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot else to explain. Just that that. It sounded good. We, you know, 
uh, I, I recounted a stupid story from my childhood wherein I drove off the road, uh, which was a lot of fun for everyone but me. But uh, <laughs> so some added, I like those stories. Yeah, some added value there. I would have picked The Princess Bride for the same reason, because that has probably the best story ever of oh, yeah. <laughs> Wallace Shawn in real life. I think of that story all the time. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to the princess bride, you know, at least, at least, uh, it's about halfway in. There's an, there's a funny story about Wallace Shawn, but overall in all the many episodes I, I listened to or skimmed through, um, start to finish. I think our best one is when Harry met Sally. Hmm. Uh, that one uh, wins. So that was Chris. That was Chris. So another guest. Um, and, and I was, I'll just take this opportunity to thank all of our guests. Uh, it was actually a lot more than I remembered. Hmm. Anj, uh, you know, your, your nieces, you know, there's, uh, Amy, of course, uh, Lady Sam, they're all great. Every, every one of them are great. David, I'm, I'm forgetting some, but, uh, Pern. yeah, Pern. Yeah, actually that was on yeah. the list too. Pern. I listened to the Pern episode. Very good. We went a little long on that one. Otherwise it would have made the cut. Um, (laughs) so thank you to everyone who listens and definitely to everyone who contributed, uh, that is not normally one of the brains, but we really appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah, when Harry met Sally, like it had a nice flow to it. We hit a lot of the topics that I, you know, that you'd think you'd want to hit in, uh, discussing a, a a movie like that, both the rom-com parts and the personal, you know, our personal thoughts on it. Um, it was just a lot of fun. I just I think it was probably the best example of, of our podcast. Hmm. Cool. Sweet. So there Excellent. you have it. Thanks for listening to all of them. I used to listen <laughs> to them all. And... Yeah. If I mean, I guess I have that. Yeah. Some of my understanding is in having listened to them uh, as kind of a quality check before we put them out. Yeah. Um, it's the least I can do since you put it all together. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, yeah, so <laughs> it's it starts to creep into my dreams sometimes, but you <laughs> No I'm kidding, it doesn't, it doesn't. That's why I don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I can only stand so much of my myself yapping. Um but anyway, yeah, it was it was uh it's amazing. It's it's we've done a hundred of these things. Yeah. And uh I don't know if we ever th- plan to but here we are yeah can't so, wait for the 200 meta review yeah oh <laughs> what are we kicking off the 101st episode Ooh, with? it better be a good one. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> pressure's high well i i'm gonna stick in the 80s comedy realm so 1986 seven six six it one. is six oh. it's 86 <laughs> okay. actually wow perfect it was right on it yeah. All right. So I will. I wait, will... wait, wait. I can't. Can I, don't I get to guess? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh. you know, as long as we're doing the awards here, you have been the best guesser <laughs> in this podcast. So Sam or take me? it away, Sam. Okay. Um, is it, is it, is it a, t- a teen movie kids? Uh, no. Okay. I was going to go stand by me. So I, that 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 was what popped into my head. So that's okay. not that. Would okay. you would you call Stand by Me a comedy? Hmm. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good question. <laughs> it has some I mean, memorable amusing, scenes, but here and there, it has, but... yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, I mean, and we always we already did Ferris Bueller <laughs> and Howard the Duck. Yeah. So that doesn't leave too many movies from 1986 <laughs> left over. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you the inspiration for this movie, this pick, and you'll you should probably get it right away. All right. So, oh, I know what it is already. You've already talked about this movie a million times. Oh, okay. It's rad. No. Oh wait, that's <laughs> not like comedy. I mean, just... it's hilarious and how stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> but I love oh, it. Wait, wait, I'll stop interrupting All you. Right. Maybe. So I will. I will tell you the inspiration. Ooh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, are you an interrupting, interrupting cow? Cow? Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the other day, just like last week, I sat down and I made a spreadsheet of all the things my wife and, have, and I have done to this house in Maplewood since we bought it two and a half years ago. <laughs> oh, now geez. we know the answer. I think I yeah. know, too. And, on the count of three, and I it? and I kept oh, track of the, one, two, the three, cost money, of each. Money yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Sorry, you. So this is inspired by your own. Well, I I wrote down all the things we've done and the cost of each project, and then tallied them, and it was appalling. It was it was terrifying. Yeah, don't do and, that. Uh, they don't recommend that you. T- <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's one of those ways to have a healthy marriage is to not add up the cost of stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> and when I was thinking about the movies to pick, I was like, yeah, I, got, I feel like I just, I need, I need the, I need the therapy of, of watching them go through this because this is <laughs> the movie's far worse than the reality of my life for sure. That's good. But there are parallels, <laughs> I suppose. Man. But anyway, I do. So in the money pit is a good example of a movie I have not seen in a really long time. Me neither. And I, I remember loving, like, I, think I, I saw love the this movie. Maybe with you. And that's the last time I saw it. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've seen it in its entirety since I saw it in the theater. I'm not even sure who's in it. Is it Tom Hanks? That's Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah. Want... yeah. And Shelley Long. And Shelley Long. And a bunch of other people. But... Okay. They're the, they're the stars. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember loving it and I have key scenes that I think are hysterical, you know, in my memory of it. So I'm very interested to watch it, you know, start to finish. Hmm. And nice to, to sort of see. So, it's yeah. that movie Willard. Remember that movie about the rats? Sure. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, some reason I always think that it ends kind of the same way as that is as the money pit, like the house just folds in on itself and it's overtaken. <laughs> and uh, I, well, I know I'm just squishing together memories. Yeah, once no you, you throw dead alive in there, because that the house <laughs> yeah, falls that in too. there. I mean, that sounds more like poltergeist at the end. Or poltergeist. That too. There we go. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Anyway, that about involution and in houses. Yeah. So. All right, good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, where can one see the money pit? I do not know if it is available. Let me check. Is it our first Tom Hanks movie? Hmm. I think it might be. Yeah, we're we're way overdue on him. That's it's crazy. On, it's on Amazon Prime, so Sweet. You shouldn't have to pay for it if you have Prime. Yeah, that worked out. That is our first Tom Hanks movie, isn't it? That's insane. 
Huh. Yeah. The number of movies right in our time period that he's done isn't got to hmm. be a got to be kind of a lot. Yeah. Well, I always have big on on my list of yeah. ones to go back to, which I love that's and I've watched. That's his. That's ago. his. That's his. Roxanne. That's his. Uh, yeah, it is. His uh, Groundhog Day. Yep. Huh. Oh, we better not talk about it now. All right. <laughs> we don't want to give it away. Right. We're gonna keep the keep the audience clamoring for more. Tune yeah. in for one hundred and one, please. Yeah. All right. That's enough movie buffs. I'm out. All right. Money pit. Thank you for listening, as always. Yeah, thank you for listening to 100 episodes, because if you're listening now, you must be a diehard fan. <laughs> you mean <laughs> or, a movie of the fan diehard? Yeah. Or maybe you just discovered podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. All right. See you. Thanks, y'all. It's the film with your brains. Laugh, goddammit.